The Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. To pinpoint genesis, remembrance, my pen's joint reminisce, sentiment, my pen, font split, papyrus, parchment, so here's the Ivan's brain lens, how it's stuck. Welcome everyone to the Abstract Athlete Podcast, Season 2. The House Call Edition. Uh, I want to say thanks to our sponsors and really want to say thanks to our growing number of supporters. Keep the emails coming. Uh, please check out our downloadable daily creative exercises on our website, theabstractathlete.com. It also gives information on upcoming events and workshops. And do not forget to follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, really looking forward to talking to my buddy today, uh, Maurice Barcodes Jackson of the band Photosynthesizers. Uh, they recently released a new album called Apology, which you can find on Bandcamp and iTunes and totally suggest going to pick it up. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his band's background and his background and the challenges of being in a band during this time and the interesting relationship with sports and music. And with that, welcome Maurice Barcodes Jackson. I'm good, man. How the hell are you? Man, I'm doing good, man. Under the circumstances, how about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy then like i mean it's i mean i know we're all in the same position but it's just like man what the hell yeah never and, seen anything like this before man no sure. no yeah. it's it's um it's been pretty wild so um yeah. no dude like i like i'm super glad to get you on because i know we've been talking about this for well when i asked to use music for one of them and it's like so it's just badass to me. Like, unfortunately, like the circumstances are so weird. So like some of the things we probably are going to talk about are just like, I, like right off the bat, like to me is like, like what are the challenges of being in a band right now? I mean, cause this goes for all musicians really, truly. It's not, you know, I mean, I mean, are you guys doing anything virtually? Like, you know, um, um not really, um, at all. Um, it's more so like well i'll speak to you first the challenges obviously of of being a band is like it's definitely impacting our our shows yeah you know and our visibility from yeah because you guys just released a record in in what september is that right september of last year and i felt like you know like kind of kind of Towards the end of last year, you know, it takes, a, you know this, it takes a while for a record to get momentum. And yeah. really, when, you, um, when you're, like, releasing that record, you know, doing the shows is, like... That's the huge thing. <laughs> you know, it's a, that's how we're promoting it, you know, or matching or meeting our marketing, I would say. Yeah. We're trying to meet our marketing... With, with the show and, and vice versa, but uh, yeah, then this happened. Um, so I would say the challenges is just like not physically being visible. Yeah, um, that's the con. The pro to the situation from an artist standpoint, it's like feel like we 
have so much time to create. I know. It's, it's, it's wild. I mean, I think the, the irony, like I think bringing that up, the irony to me is people that, even though I like, I think both of you, I believe that everybody is a creative person, For sure. but the irony, like most people don't do it. The irony is like that people are like realizing how important this shit is. Like they're like, Oh, and they're realizing, Oh, like I can't go do, I can't see, see this band. I, and then people are actually doing it themselves, you know, yeah. like, and getting back into their creative roots or whatever. And which I think is a benefit for all of us in the long run, but it's just, it's just so wild, man. Like I was like watching Khalid, um, you know, been oh, yeah. doing, doing some like great shit, uh, like virtually, which is just awesome to me. Um, yeah, I just saw him last night. He had another, um, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't pop onto that one last night, but yeah, it was dope. It was yeah. like, like, cause the first one he did, you know, um, it was like a live painting, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but this one, he actually, um, it was an exhibit. He had yeah. to work up at this uh, gallery in DC, uh, Rhizome. Yeah, it was Rhizome. I yeah, think. yeah. And he had to work up in there, and then he was breaking down every piece in the gallery. So that was dope. <laughs> and you know, Khalid, you know, he shaved, shaved, man. I like looked at him the other day. I was like, "Holy shit, dude! You look like you're 12 now." I was, oh yeah, yeah. Man, I was like, "God, and I got, he, I got he shave. Had shaved." Yeah, yeah he so shaved he the beard, and so it's like, yeah, he looks so young right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was just classic. No, I didn't pop on uh, last night, but I popped on to the one he did. Was it back in November, maybe? I yeah, don't even remember yeah, when it was. Had, yeah, and he, and he had another one. I think he had another, he had another one between then, uh, like maybe three, maybe it's been three to four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he did the live painting. And then he followed it up with the, yeah, the uh, exhibition breakdown. Yeah. Well, let, let's, I mean, like we've known each other for what, like 15-ish years or something? We like used to... I would say we've known each other now for almost... Yeah. It doesn't feel like this. I would say probably more than a decade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's, yeah, I would say you're probably right. Probably on a decade, but yep. um, let, I mean, let's talk about your band, the photosynthesizers. I mean, and you guys, I think formed in 2008, correct? 2000. And it was more like 2009. Okay. We really formed, maybe it's 2009, 20, it, it, 2008, 2009. Right, right, right. Right. Um, and we had so many uh, lineups in, right. in, in, you know, uh, to the band. But it was uh, some background. It was started by Josh and I. We just, we met um, via Style Weekly. Uh, yep. when, Style, when you were able to pick out uh, the musician classifieds in the in the back of the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit don't happen no more, man. Like that's how I got it. That's how I got in my band back in Ohio. It was like I saw an yeah. ad. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, that's all it was, man. And and and, and he answered, you know, and, and he was just weird enough, man. Um he had just like graduated from VCU and classical guitar. Oh whoa. But um also he had this Man, in, he was into hip hop and like. That's a great combination, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classical guitar and like sampling and trying to combine those 
two together, and yeah. that's what made me like really take to you know. So yeah, no, that's I. <laughs> no, I love that. No, because so you guys, I don't even know this question, but how many like. So you you just came out with this new record in in September mm. called Apology, um, yep. and I'm gonna pimp this out like big time. But like, go pick it up because it's awesome. And also, where Thanks. can they see the video? The because you did you did like this video is like crazy cool. Um, where can yeah. they actually go see that? Yeah, so you I, could go. You could see the uh, video. Um, it's called Terms and Agreements, mm -hmm. and it's uh, really our first single and first song off that record, Apology. Uh, you can see it on YouTube. It's, okay. it's there. That's the platform that we pretty much have it going on right now. And it was shot by uh, Matt West yep. and uh, Macy West, um, our, our partner of um, business. And they are... Uh, um, the name of their company is called Madbox, and man, uh, they they knocked out the park, man. We we came with a that wasn't even the song that we were supposed to shoot. Just right. to give you, a, a, a <laughs> but that's how music is, right? It's always it's always the one that uh, this is the throwaway song, and that's like the number one single. And, and you know what? I'm glad. Perfect set way. I'm gonna tell you how that happened. So we came in there you know, with this song called Retrograde. Yeah. And um, Retrograde was uh, not even finished. I, we knew that was going to be the second song on the album, but I haven't finished it lyrically. I hadn't finished writing the music. Um, how I even heard about uh, uh, Madbox was, there's a band um, called The Northerners. Um, I'm not familiar. I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with sounds, the Northern. It sounds familiar, but I don't know why. I mean, yeah, they're from Richmond, but there's okay. a guy named Justin, and I ran into him at at the gym, man. And he was like, "Man, um, we're getting a video made by this awesome company called uh, Madbox. They're looking to dive, um, you know, like diverse their portfolio because they want to get into doing some more cool shit." I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll hit, I'll hit them up. Yeah, thank Why not? you. Thank you. Yep. So uh, I reached out to them, and uh, they got back with me. Um, and uh, I came in there. I mean, I think I like our second meeting. I came in there. I was like, yeah, we want to shoot the song Retrograde. But I went in there with just the instrumental version of it, right? Right, right, right. I didn't have any lyrics written. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, can we start shooting tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I know, looking back on it now, it's, they probably was like, Dude, <laughs> That's classic. So, so um, um, fast forward, um, we still was in conversation. I'm, I'm so glad that they humored me, you know, <laughs> and um, I was, I, I was leaving the studio, uh, because we recorded this whole album in uh, Wade's basement, who at the time was, he's the keyboardist, um, has been on keys with photosynthesizers from the beginning. We recorded the whole album there. But I went in there to do a session and um, like always, uh, Josh and Wade, um, they have this kind of thing where they throw a lot of, they put a lot of music in the trash bin. And historically, 
I've I've known to try to go in their trash bin to try to find what they're throwing away. Right, right. So like, I'm giving a leave, and they was like, "Yo, should we play on this?" I was like, "Yo, it's in the <laughs> trash bin, isn't it?" Like, and, and they was like, "Yeah." I was like, "No, let me hear. Let me hear." That instrumental terms and agreements was in that piece of music um, was in that trash bin. You know, it was like a throwaway. Right, right. And I was like, that's it. I want it. You know, I went home, wrote lyrics to it. Maybe like a, three weeks later, came back, recorded it. Took Done. that in that box. Yeah. It was like, that, so it came together like really quickly in turn. That, I mean, right. I, that leads me, like I was going to ask you something later, but like, how do you, like, how do you guys write? I mean, is it, is it, cause I, you know, again, I think all musicians do things differently. I think we've actually talked about this before. Cause I think we actually do have done stuff yeah. similarly where the band writes the music, then you get the music and then you start putting stuff to it. Is that kind of how, is that, am yeah, I remembering that correctly? Yeah. That's how, when, when we met, uh, and we was all at the space, we call it the space station, but the ink building. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when we was like in there, um, how we was writing then was like strictly as a band. You know, it was like we had hit this point where Josh and I really wanted to just have this collaborate process. Because when Josh and I started the band, we we didn't even know it was going to be a band. Right. We just wanted to put musicians to get together to form, to play out these songs that we had written. Right, right, right. Okay, and so, I mean, like, to our benefit, we had great synergy with the musicians, and we, are, and, and we knew a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? We had history yeah. with a lot of them already. So um, at that point, uh, when we was writing songs like Telepathy, Testament, all the stuff that was on our second EP and a little bit of our first EP was just a really collaborative process. You know, we go in, we play riffs, everybody chimed in on it. But the problem was, it was taking too damn long to do music. <laughs> I know that feeling, I hate that, I hate that. I want to be, I'm just like, I want to go, come on, let's like, like let's do real music, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just taking too long, and we was a, I mean, we was a pretty semi-bit band. I mean, we had seven people in my band. That may not be a lot um, in comparison to big brass bands, yeah. you know. It's, it's a lot, people. man. But it's a lot when you think about, like, collaborating that's a lot when you think about doing shows because now it's a lot like, when you think about rehearsing. It's just like getting seven people together is insane. Hell yeah. And it's a lot when it comes to recording. Yep. And when you don't have your own studio and you're on the clock. Yep. And and that's the thing, you know, it was like, yeah, as much as we like the collaborative process, we was running into these major snacks. Um, of time, yep. you know, and money, you yep. know, uh, like all of our shows, we was taking the show money and putting it right back in, putting it right back into the uh, to the product, but it was taking so long in the studio. So this album, 
we was like, okay, as much as we like that process, um, let's go back to our roots and let us just like produce a record. You know, um, for Josh and I and Wade, we pretty much produced the whole album. And then we had the band members come in and put that spin on it. Yep. And and that's how it it has been. And that's how Did you where it, did you record this one? The Apology album? Yeah. Yeah, we recorded that all in um Wade's basement. Wade's basement, okay. So yeah, you just yeah. went and ran like Pro Tools or or Pro Tools. No, they was using I think they use Logic. Okay, yeah, they yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. so did you record earlier albums in studios or have you always guys evolved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, cause that's, I think that's one of the big, the big changes in, you know, I mean, obviously it's not new, new, but the idea of how, how recording has changed in the last 15, 20 years or whatever. Whereas you don't need to go into these billion dollar studios anymore. It's like the shit sounds great in the basement. I mean, cause that like, I wouldn't know your album was recorded in a basement because it sounds like, you know, it sounds amazing. Thank you. And, and you know what? I should have like learned that 10 years ago just with you because you were demoing <laughs> your stuff, I believe, on GarageBand. Right, right. And I was like, why the hell am I going like peeing in your ear, yo? Like yep. 100 to $150 an yo, hour. Yeah. An hour. Yep. An hour. Yep. Then we was drinking that Kool Aid, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true but we don't know any better at that point because again like i like i listen back to my the album i recorded back when i lived in columbus and mm-hmm. and i listen to the stuff i've done on garage band that's not even mixed and it yeah. sounds comparable I mean, it sounds and it's dope. crazy it sounds dope you used to like slide me joints and i'd be like damn man yo but i couldn't see it because i was like yeah, because you're doing what you think you're supposed to do. I mean, that's, the, you yeah. know, like I would, I would think the same thing. It's like, well, we got to go to a studio to record. And it's like, no, yeah, we got, man. we got no. all the equipment. And you got like, that's the one thing I think about your band, like you being as talented as you are, but you, like you have like such an amazing group of musicians. So I didn't know that Wade, um, like that, that's actually really interesting to me that he as a classical guitarist, but I think, but Josh, just, Josh is Josh. Okay, I, but I think that like there's it's such good musicianship. Um, I think I've told you this before, but it's like the band to me is just I, it's one of the. I, I've said this to to multiple people. Before, it's I don't understand why you guys aren't huge. You know, I mean, it's like what, I mean, and again, like I know that that's all hypothetical bullshit. But like I listen to you guys, and I've seen you perform multiple times, and 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 it's just like this is like so much better than shit that I hear out there. And it's just like, and it's, is it, is it one of those because we're in Richmond, Virginia? Is it just wrong time? Like, you know, like, and nobody, I mean, there's no answer to that, but I just, I, I, when I watch you guys, I I just think you can tell now, obviously like you've gone through changes of bands, which every band that's been around for, you know, you've been around for like 11, 12 years, like goes through changes, but like, you can just tell you guys love each other. Like playing with each other, like just you know, uh, I, I don't know. It's I don't I don't really have an answer to that. Yeah. You know, um, I that's trust me. We we've all 
had that. Like all like a lot of different groups. It's like, yo, you busting your ass on shows. You believe in the product and the process that you're yeah. like coming up with in your art. And then it's like, yeah, it's hard. Oh, it's not, it, it, maybe it's just in our head. Maybe we whack, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe you, know, you know, you know, I could just say that, um, I will say this, that like, I think early on, we just had the mindset of just doing the art for a live performance. And, and, and this is where we were just artists and we hadn't understood necessarily the business. Like yeah. a lot of times, like early on, I would say like the first, to give you an idea, the first two years of photosynthesizers, we did 80 shows a year. Wow. That's, that's a lot, man. That's a lot of shows, yeah. right? And um, so we were doing like two to three shows a week. Yeah. And we didn't, and we weren't getting paid hardly nothing. We didn't care. All we cared was about the live performance because we were writing songs strictly for the live performance. No studio, yep. no nothing. We didn't care about our album. And that was hurting us in, in, in many ways because we would show up to the shows empty-handed. Many people would ask us for CDs. Yep. We ain't have it because we was just like, yo, let's play, let's play, let's play. <laughs> oh, we got a show um, on on Friday, oh, it could be like Wednesday, we would write a new song yeah. for the show on Friday, play it out, and if it stuck, we worked on it more and put it in our repertoire. Yeah. If it didn't stick, we was maybe we'll exit. Yeah. So we got like tons of music that may not never make an album and tons of music. It's the B-sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would play at shows and people would be like, yo, where can I get that song? Like, yo, you're not going to get it. <laughs> this is a one-time experience, man. You got to be here. <laughs> so we just didn't really, um, we, didn't, we didn't understand it. And now um, we're just a little bit more strategic. I mean, we're older, dude. You know, like. I, 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 but I, I actually, I really love that. I mean, because you did, you like in some ways you really did it for the love of it. And, and, and it's true. Like we're older, like you get, you do become more strategic and, and yeah. that understanding or, or, or I don't know, like I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it, I, like I'm thinking back about like, like the, the dynamics of my band and that, you know, how we did, did things and, and how things like that, that, that high you get when you like have this amazing shit, like you guys, like you guys have played some big shows. You opened up for Snoop Dogg, for instance. Like that had to be, like that high of being in that arena, like oh, yeah. you know, and and just like those things. And then, you know, like the next time you played, you might have only played in front of a hundred people. You <laughs> know, it's like it's just it's 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 a roller coaster that that feeling of like how how like creativity, you know, and and at the same time, like you still have to maintain that or. Un, and I think you're like this, like you have that love, like the love of it is like the most important part. And yeah, it's, it is. And and I love it enough now and to give it a business approach. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? That's how much I love it. You yep. know, it's like, you know, and we, we got to that point. We've taken hiatus, you know, away from like 
being um, visible. And yeah. some of that hurt us too, you know? I mean, because when you're in like, when you're like, when you when people are used to seeing you perform three times, two times a week, and then you go down to performance one time a month, it looks like you're not yeah. existing anymore. Yeah. And then also, um, you know, we we switch band members. Yeah. You know, like Sam, she had a solo record and went on to do things solo. All love. Um, let's see, Mike Comedic, who were doing a lot of our business and booking at the time. You know, he left the band and like you know, DJing, doing all love. But like, when band members change, and then you take a hiatus, dynamics uh, change. Yeah, every everything changes. Then people think like, oh, they broke, they broke up. Yeah. But. Um, the thing that we, I would say from a business standpoint, what what we, what Josh and I should have done um, a little bit more was t- tell the Josh and Maurice story, you know, right. um, a little bit more. And, and, and that in that way, we're more strategic now. It's like, hey. And you're, you're a five piece now, correct? Is that right? Yeah. Well, we're, here's the thing. We're, we're wherever we want to be at this point. You know what I mean? Like, um, it will always be Josh and I because we're the co-founders. Yep. In many ways, I would say Josh and I would be like a Questlove and Black Thought, a Jizza and Rizza. You know what I mean? Like, we are the core and then we bring other other people in. So it's kind of like... I think I remember I read an article, and this is an older one, and I think it was RVA that said something about musical chairs, right? Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. So like that idea that you guys are the true, the two, and then different people. And I think that's actually kind of cool, like that idea yeah. of like kind of bringing in different different sources and different sounds and different ways of thought. And yeah, yeah, because all of the all of those band members that we we've, we've had, um past and present um they've added to the sound and that and and they've added to the versatility of our sound it's like okay why does this band and and this is also why i believe um that 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 somewhat hurt hurt us a little bit that like people don't know how to place us Ultimately, you know, like early on, we, we would want to do a lot of shows with the hip hop, you know what I mean, bands, yep. and we wasn't hip hop enough. Yep. We, we would try to do shows with rock bands, punk bands. We did them, but we wasn't rock and punk enough. And so we had this. You're a hybrid. We are hybrid, truly yeah. a hybrid, because I, and and the thing is, most people in their listening tastes are, you know, yeah. when you listen, when you go into people' cars, you know, or their music uh, cues, and it's man, it's hip hop, it's jazz, it's all yeah. these genres. Yeah. Um, but 
people are always trying to pitch you in the box because Absolutely. it's easier to digest. We're a, sil- we're a silo community. You know, yeah. it's like they always going to go, well, what do you sound like? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah. we sound like the photosynthesizers. Come listen That's to it. us, you know? I mean, I- and, we, and we've been influenced by so many yep. different styles. So why wouldn't we put that in our music? Why wouldn't we have a uh classical guitars why wouldn't we have a person that's on turntables why wouldn't we have a soul singer why wouldn't we have turntables yeah. in our band you know and mpcs we were we love all those instruments because they've been a part of the music making to the yeah. artist that we love so yeah. um, we well, who do you like i mean that, that's an interesting like who do you like who do you listen to like, I mean, are like, I don't want to say influences, but like, sure. Like influences, like we all have influences. Like, and it, I guess it doesn't have to be necessarily influences, but like, what do you listen to? And it can be like new, old, whatever, man, Every, so all over the place. So many things, yeah. so many things. Um, Coltrane, um, yeah. Alice Coltrane. Yeah. Um, of course, you know. Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, The Roots, obviously, um, uh, Wu-Tang. Man, I I can't, it's hard. I know, I know, that's a a tough question. I would be naming people. (laughs) This could go on for an hour. Um, Radiohead, definitely Radiohead, you know. um, Yeah, we listen to... He listened to everything we can, yeah. you know? Well, and I think that that actually, that's like, that's kind of the, in in a weird way, the question does, I think your music shows that, that you mm-hmm. do listen to everything. And that, that idea of putting you in a box doesn't make sense because I think there is this sense of every song is like a different experience, you know? Yeah. Which again, like that's, that's hard as, because everybody always wants that, you know, like when bands grow and, and, and then their next album doesn't sound like I use Metallica as a, as a, as yeah. a reference, for instance, like they were kind of this thrasher punk hard rock band. And then all of a sudden they did this, the black album that sounded more like Soundgarden and it's more polished. Yeah. And then old school Metallica fans, well, they sold out. No, they yeah. didn't sell out. They grew up. They like, grew. They- yeah. And, and and so like to me like when I listen you know like to your you know like to your EPs and your and your CD the most recent one is like every song is its indiv- own individual kind of journey which I love because then like it's it's very vi- like your your songs to me have always been visual yeah um, which I think is you know I don't know if that if there's something in that for you like how you think about writing. Um, like taking people on journeys or whatever, but like, I've always like, sometimes like when I listen to your music, like I will close my eyes and like, I just, I see things, which Thank I think you, is kind man. of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's definitely, um, that's a good look. Y'all. Um, <laughs> you can use that line in your next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will. 100%. <laughs> no. Um, well, I just say this for me, for me as a writer, when I like, um, if I'm approaching lyrics, um, I definitely want people to see it. Um, and I approach lyrics like I write a paper. Yeah. I mean, like um, usually my my chorus is gonna support the title, and every verse is to show 
variations of what the name of the song is or what that chorus is trying to approach. Um, so like, I want people to see it. I, I definitely, I'm into a lot of film. I approach writing almost like script writing in a way. Oh, that's cool. Um, I want people to see it. Like what's the plot? Um, where, where's the setting? Um, a lot of times the hardest thing for me to, to do with writing is start. And it's not that I have writer's block. It's like, I think of so many ways of where the character or the plot can begin. And I get overwhelmed because I want to like put it all in the beginning. And <laughs> I know, no, I, 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 I know that feeling like it's, I, do you, this isn't like, this is a personal question almost because yeah. I, I, a lot of times when I write songs, like I will just have a phrase mm-hmm. and I'll write around that. And I'm mm-hmm. a lot of times the phrase isn't even in the song, but it's like, like I wrote a song back. This is an older song called fire in a fish tank. And, mm-hmm. and it was, and it was because my drummer said fire in a fish tank. Cause we were watching like the X files and I love that phrase. I love that show. And, and I, <laughs> hell yeah, I love that show too. I wish it was still on, but, but I wrote it. Then I wrote that song around the idea. I was working at a record store in a mall during a, um, a shooting. Yep. And, and it was based on, it was basically territorial pissings. It was like, you know, and, and to me like fire in a fish tank was that idea of sections of yeah. like, you know, you protect your territory. The fish tank is the territory. So, and I never used the word fire in a fish tank, but that idea of that. And so do you like write like that as well? Like, will you like come up with a phrase and then kind of spiral out into like different ways to like think about how you're writing or how, like, like, how do you, you like, I think that I love the fact, I don't love the fact that, that it's not a writer's block, but that kind of overwhelming feeling of when you're writing because it's like, oh, you know, and then it's just, it's I'm like, ah, what do I do? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever, like, had a, a phrase. Maybe I have, you know what I mean? Um I typically know what the story okay, is. Okay, so you're you're a storyteller. Yeah, like yeah. I typically know what the story is. Yeah. Once I get what the story is going to be about, yeah. um, then usually the name comes right after that. Or sometimes it's the name and then I'm writing the story. Yeah. You know, but always, always I have choruses before verses. Right. I mean one hundred percent. I have a chorus It's the hook. Yeah, 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 definitely before the verse. Every song that I've done with like photo is definitely like and mainly because I think like when we were like really writing music as a collaborative, a lot of times I would write some of the music on the spot and our, our practices, our rehearsals was only lasting like two to three hours and we was jumping to song to song. And so it would be my way of like, okay, if I get if I get the chorus, cool, I got it. I could come back to the song later. Yep. The, the chorus is gonna even tell me if I forget 
it's going to tell me what I need to write about. Right, right, so, right. Um, yeah, I usually start with the chorus or in, in visuals. Um, is very important to me. I love no, and I like. Out. I mean, you're like again. Like, I really truly do. I've always thought your music is super visual to me, and so Thank it's you. cool to hear that that you like think about it almost in a like in a in a cinematography kind of capacity or like like a movie in your head almost. I um, hope one day I get to write one. <laughs> <laughs> you hope just do it. I think so, like that's yeah. No, I think you should just do it. Like, cause yeah. I do, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that that's like, that becomes like really, mm. uh, you know, because that you're, you, you truly are a storyteller, whether it's, whether it's directly personal to you or, mm. or just like observational. And I, yeah. it's, it's actually really interesting to like hear that. So, Thanks, man. Thanks, man. What, like what, you know, like, I know we talked, I actually want to read something that I think is when we were like talking about um, mm-hmm. putting this doing this podcast this is a little ways back but i actually really love this because you know like the abstract athlete like we work with with um artist athletes and veterans and different different stuff like that so when we were talking you said this definitely goes into play into how we approach our shows this is dealing with whatever and so um he said photosynthesizers is a team the clothes uniforms we wear is based on where we are playing the venue is our arena stadium the songs we choose to play is is strategies uh, or a playbook uh we have home and away games shows we break our sets and musically into quarters um our opponents are friendly um competition against other bands and stuff but i love that idea of like I mean, I guess this will be a multi-part question. Did you like play? Like, what sports did you play growing up? And then, and then, like this, this I like. How does? I mean, I obviously like sports does play a relationship in the way you think about stuff. Um, but I, 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 I love that. I love that idea of like how you are approaching the musical musical aspect, but having this kind of athletic component to it um just in thought not in maybe application or whatever but it's i I don't know i I just thought it was like it's a really interesting facet to Mm. music to me yeah um i would say we recognized that later on although we subconsciously were approaching our shows like that, you know? And I didn't play any, I played tennis a lot and like I played recreational basketball, but I I didn't grow up on playing on teams. My my team was like recreational and just playing with my friends. But I've been definitely a fan of sports and the athlete and the artist very similar. Yep. Um, we we she, our markets, and this is why we do so well and can cross pollinate in our markets so well. Artists and athletes, you always see them in the same arenas. Yep. You know, um, if you look now, there's like artists 
MCs getting sneaker deals. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they always say that that artists want to be, that that or musicians always want to be athletes, and athletes always want to be musicians. And for sure, for sure. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, Shaq, Kobe, yeah, yep. they made albums, yep. and records, and music. Yeah, of course, you know. And so, what, what I realized is like early on was like when we were going to play venues. It's like. It was a friendly competition. Absolutely. And sometimes it was like, no, it wasn't friendly. It was like, yo, (laughs) I know you ain't feeling us. You wanted to, when you you opened up for Snoop Dogg, you knew damn well you wanted to go out there and and put on a a show. Like, I I, 100%. 100%. And it's like, we we all knew, like, yeah, yo, are we gonna like, really upstage Snoop? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but we were prepared to give the crowd what they pay for, which is like, I think every artist wants to do their best. And being an opener, I'm going to just speak on that scenario, being an opener um, for a big act, you're in a tight spot, you know what I mean? Because like, most people are just there to see the act and yeah. you, the the main attraction, and really want the openers to get the fuck. Out uh, absolutely, <laughs> I know. Like you, know, like you're just. But if you could, if you can, this. if you can get them, oh man, yeah. like that. Then that is the competition. In that, that is the competition, and so the way I break it down like this, it's like okay, just like what you said, like. Musicians, a band is a team. Yeah, like what we choose to wear is based on like where we're playing at. It could be our away jerseys. And, and Josh and I are really honing in on this these days. We even talk about this in practice a lot. It's like, okay, what songs are we gonna play? We got our set. We're gonna break into 15 minute quarters. Yeah, I, I know, love that. I love that. You know that like, from the first tip off, is our 15 minutes. We gotta go hard and try to get a lead. We try to like, in our second 15 minutes, maintain that energy. In our third quarter, our third quarter is like, that, that third 15 minutes is where we say, we can just play defense and keep the crowd and take them into another van. So it's like two quarters of high octane, which is 30 minutes. The third quarter, that 15 minutes, may go to maybe slower songs yeah. or just a more ethereal, atmospheric kind of state of mind. And then we're coming out on the last quarter trying to meet, get back to that first quarter. Yep. So we create this like wave effect. Yep. Now, we are playing against the people that are on the bill with us, whether they're conscious of that or not, we are, we want to, we want to give the audience and the fans a good show, but we don't want to like be upstaged by the next band coming on because we're trying to win fans. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a partnership, but it's also a competition. Um, 
and it's healthy. I don't think that's like, I, I don't think that's ever been a bad thing. I think that that's actually, I, I, I actually love that because it's, it, it is like, it, it is the sports analogy because you want to go out there and kick ass. And, Hell yeah. And, and, and that's how you get the fans coming back yep. anyway, right? You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, yo, dad, yo, we, 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 we saw this show, like, for example, we saw this show with, like, um, photosynthesizers and a black liquid, and it was awesome, yeah. And, and make no mistake, yeah, like, yeah, we are competing to give the fans the best show that we possibly can. Um, the way, another way to look at this is like bands have, some bands have managers, right? Yep. And so that manager is that coach, you know what I mean? Um, but, but here's the difference, here's the one thing that's different between the athlete and the artist on a brand uh, standpoint. And, and I want, I guess like, I question this because I know that we're gonna be going against the grain of how most people look at bands. On a brand level, let's say athlete, uh, a team, like the Lakers, like when Shaq left the Lakers, it was still called the Lakers, <laughs> right? Versus when a, 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 a band lose a member, they feel like that band should change. Yep. Right? <laughs> I, know, I know. Right? 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 It, so, sometimes you get sued for the name. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to me, they, that's the difference in our philosophy. It's like, yo, no, we're not going to change the name photosynthesizers because we have different personnel. Our, our philosophy is the same. We have the core structure there, Josh and I, right? So we started the man, we all photosynthesizers. Every person we bring into this, or we trade players, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right? Um, or go into free agency and get new players. Yeah. It's still under photosynthesizers because it's our level of execution. And we hope, you know, when we bring on new players, you know, yeah. It furthers us, us along the the brand, and we can win championships, do better shows. Yep. You know what I mean? And so that's our approach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it is very much a sports art approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like again, like when you send that to me, I just thought like I'd never heard that put that way, and I. I just, I found it really interesting because it totally makes sense. Like I obviously, you know, put out this art sports relationship, but the way that the, you broke it down. And I, I, I love that quarter analogy or yeah. period analogy of like how, how to really set up a crowd. Like you, you hit them then you kind of maintain it and you know, whatever. And then you just like, ah, you know, like yeah, yeah, you, 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 you want, leave them wanting more. And Hell yeah, because like, you know, especially if you like, like most of the time you, you're playing 45 
minutes to a solid hour. Yep. You know what I mean? Unless you like want a festival and like your your bigger act, but if you like doing a, a partnership with another band locally, or you know, like out of town, you know, yep. the slots are like forty five minutes to an hour if you got like two people in that band. Like break it up. Yep. You know, break it up into like quarters. It's easier, you know, to digest and also a good template because your song selections then become like very strategic to a playbook. It's like, oh shit, you know, we can't pick this song out in front. Yep. And that's what we, we like, what's the song? And, and it could change based on the audience. Yep. Like, or where we're planning. Or like who you're playing team. with, like you said, like that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, do do they play slow? Um, do they play with? Are are they gonna run, yo? Like, like defenses on us, yo? That's like <laughs> just like I got the three four D. Yeah, like high energy. Like, how is it gonna translate if they were a high energy band and then we come out after that and we and we're a slow band and they won the audience over. But right. you do your research. You know who you play. You know who you're doing the show with. Yep. You know, kind of like what they may in may be into. You know yep. what I mean? Like so. Well, I I, I mean, like, want go back. Maybe I'm going to steal a question from who did I see? First of all, is there like is there anything that I didn't ask you? Who did I? Somebody said that you used to ask this question. Like, is there anything like that that you you know like that we didn't talk about that, you know, like I think is interesting because we could talk all night because like, you know, again, like I think you and I've like talked for years about yeah, yeah. like, I guess one, one thing I like think about is, is do you do like other forms of creativity? Like other than, mm-hmm. than, than, other than writing. Yeah. 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 Um, do you paint? Yeah. I mean, cause I thought, I think you were doing a little bit back when, when Khalid was there, but do you still, do you yeah. keep that up? Is it, no, no, I no? don't um, keep, I don't keep um, painting or anything like that up. Um, Khalid was just an inspiration. He talked to you. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, we, we lived together. We was roommates. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, you're painting. Uh, let me go ahead. And try yeah, that's, there's an extra know. canvas over there. <laughs> he was, uh, I would say my creativity outside, or, I wouldn't even say it's outside. But, and this is going to sound strange, that like uh, another art, but my imagination is very um, important to me. You know what I mean? Like, I would say it's not separate from my writing, but it's something that I practice. Right. And then someone may say like, well, how do you practice being imaginative you know what i mean it's like it's meditation like, like it's everything yeah. ha- everything has a practice yeah you know it's like really allowing that space and like non-judgment in a way like you know so yeah you could do it through meditation you could be intentional about it and like i'm just gonna like let my mind skip yeah. on like any possibilities and i and growing up i was like that you know what i mean like um like my teachers growing up may say like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. Right. And <laughs> interested to pay attention. 
But I was opening <laughs> up wormholes. I was opening up wormholes right. out, out the window. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah, I'm yeah. staring out in space, no, I'm not staring out in space. I'm staring into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I've always been imaginative in that way. And so, like, writing... See, you need to write a movie, way. man. Like, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's a way for me to exercise my imagination. Yeah. I, I don't write... I would say writing is a way for me to not do music, right. but to exercise my imagination. And music gives me the most cre- creative freedom to do so. That's the outlet of the writing, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look at myself first as like, oh, I'm a hip hop artist, I'm an MC. I'm a writer trying to exercise my realities. Right. That's it. I love, oh man, that's gold. <laughs> That's golden. Well, dude, like, um, let's, let's wrap up. And, and, um, I, you know, like I obviously going to tell everybody to go out and get your album and, or multiple, like you have what, two, two EPs, three two EPs, one and, LP. Yeah. Latest one is called apology. apology. Yeah. You can find it on all streaming platforms and we'll have a record, uh, out really soon because that's the one thing that is the positive out of COVID. Yeah. We are way into our like another out. Wow. Yeah. yeah new record. Yeah. And that like uh, I assume just, just in four weeks right. of in quarantine. Yeah. No, I mean again, like I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is like this everybody is kind of not us because we are like creative on a daily basis but everybody else is kind of realizing creativity is actually pretty important shit yeah yeah so yeah what about what real fast what about you and like your music and your painting are you still like oh yeah man like daily yeah yeah i mean i did we uh buddy and i actually we he used to live down in florida and he moved up here with his wife like a year and a half ago and we'd actually been exchanging stuff anyways but we just went to um minimum wage to mix down three songs and and, uh yeah i'll I'll flip you one of the ones maybe i didn't send that to you i'll I'll send it to you um Mm -hmm. and you know it's kind of a mixture of him playing guitar Mm -hmm. me singing a lot of the stuff was written on garage band and blah 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 and I mean, I'm still like, right. Yeah. Like you said, it's like, I've been writing Mm -hmm. music during this time, probably more than I had been, um, recently because the business is, um, that's for me, that's another creative outlet. Like being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur is like something I never expected to do, but man, it's just like my, I'm always thinking of stuff. Like you said, your, your imagination, that's totally a creative outlet. Just that idea of just like, what can I do? How can I, how can I do it? What, you know, I know you are, man. Cause I remember going down the hall and going to your studio. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you had so much work. Yeah. Man. It's like, ins- it's at, insane. At, at some point you had, you had two studios. Oh yeah. In the, same, in, the in, in the ink building. You yeah. had two studios. Yeah. yeah. No, I was working across the hall at the end. Cause I mean, yeah. I didn't pay for the other one. I wasn't paid for. I wasn't paid for the other one because that was just. Uh, <laughs> it was on. It was on loan until somebody rented it out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah. it's but, crazy. 
It was stacked, man. It was stacked. It's work, it's man. still stacked. People need to buy my art. <laughs> you know, man. Like today, I, I mean, like I'll be I'll be glad to uh, see, um, you know, when we can operate in. You're always welcome to come visit because I have a little singing yeah. booth downstairs too. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, it's just I mean you know like that's again like going back to what we were talking about earlier is like that idea of how we now record. Like, yep. you don't need this huge space. Like, I literally have this little area with a little singing booth, and I have a decent vocal mic, and boom, and yeah, and and, and uh, you know, and again, like the idea is like you know, recording stuff on, on GarageBand or Logic, like you can send files anywhere. And like the collaboration potentials are Mm. crazy. You know, it's like, again, like you, like the cool part about the photosynthesizers being so, so organic in the sense of like, you could talk to a buddy out in Seattle or whatever and just like, Hey, can you drop, can you drop some guitar licks over top of this? Or can you whatever, put some beats over top? And it's like, yeah, it's epic. I mean, it's crazy. And, and, and that, and you know what? And I think like n- never before we're gonna see more collaborations. Ex- like exactly. Like, like it was already, you know, we were already using the internet, yo. But like, I feel this is forced used, and it's not in a bad way. I think that idea that yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was still. Well, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Go. I was just going to say, it's just like that forced use, like that we're all stuck inside and that idea of, you know, anybody is available to, to collaborate with. Yeah. Because our outside now is like bigger, you know what I mean? In, in, in a different way. It's like, if my outside now is going to be like me going inside of the computer, like, like I can't physically go outside. So what I'm going to have to do is go through this window to go outside. You're going to like open up your neighborhood in a different way. Right. And you're going to like now versus like meeting an artist here in Richmond, just because my physical is in this space and it's easier. Now it's like, Oh no, maybe I'm going to touch this artist even more. And yep. Atlanta or Minnesota because like we all are doing it now, yep. you know what I'm saying? Connecting that way. And I think you're gonna see more collaborations. Uh what I would love to see um is some of these applications or programs get more uh more remote features, like like yeah. like like how come, how come Logic Pro Tools haven't come up with a Pro Tools remote where you can engineer my session yep. from, At, from real time stuff in real time, yep. Yep. real time? I, like, well, you know, know it's out there. They're just holding on to it. it. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to happen because I don't really like engineering and recording on my own. You know what I mean? Like. I don't, I actually have always, I know what I want things to sound like, but at the same time, I always want another ear on it. Me too. Me you know? too. 100%. 100%. Um, it's, it's hard. Like, I mean, like maybe we'll end it right after this question, but um, like when, when the video, like the, the, uh, the video you guys just put out, mm-hmm. you know, again, like thinking about your music being visual. Mm-hmm. 
like did that did that did you have any pushback or were you able to kind of let the video happen on it you know like let them like really deal with that video component you know i'm, is that, I'm asking that really weird but you know no, what i'm no, saying that, that 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 was like that was like i look at terms as a, and agreements as the script and like oh i knew what i wanted it to look like yeah. and then madbox took what took the best achievable scenarios out of what I was trying to convey, Josh and I was trying to convey to them and just took, took it to another a whole place. level. That's yeah. awesome. Like, like what they did is my mind's eye on steroids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 that's like, a good, that's they, a good they, one. They, I like that. Yeah, the, the sports the analogy on was like, <laughs> I could never imagine, like, you know, I, my imagination, I can't even think that that was possible. They just like. Right, right. Now that's, see again, like that's, that's the other, the other ear or the other eye, like yeah, yeah, being yeah. a part of that. Because that's, again, I think sometimes as creatives, we get real confined I, in our idea because I mean, it's our ideas and we don't want to lose that, but if you're willing to let things go, I think that's actually always important to like mm-hmm. the collaboration part. Yeah, because that's what they do. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. for, I mean, they they do videos. Even if I was a director in my own right, I wouldn't know how. I wouldn't have the experience. Yeah, yeah. To put that piece together like they did. You know what I mean? Like, because they understand lighting. And I, 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 up to that point, I thought video making, I didn't, I had no idea what really went into video making up to that point. Right. You know, or filmmaking, because they approached it like a film to yeah. me. That I thought that's it. It completely yeah. is a short, I mean, it's a video. It's a short film. But it's a, it is completely. Uh, All right, yeah. man. Thank you. Um, Man, thank you so much, man. I appreciate this. Nothing can save ya. Cause this is the season for making a great job. Push hits from my spits. Musician, munition, rock into the hip rocks and hip rocks. Moon missions, fire under the ass, right? Brother, crap into vision, challenges, passenger debris. Fatalities, women, my shindet. Discontent, demo cassette. Memo, let's defect your organisms, organisms. Thanks again to Maurice and always for listening to the abstract athlete podcast the house call edition uh had a blast catching up with him today and really interesting deep conversation do not forget to go pick up their album apology the band photosynthesizers uh again please stop by our website theabstractathlete.com and our social media outlets for future events pop-up exhibits podcasts and other information and again check out our daily creative practices on our website Uh, See you next week as we talk with founder and owner of Above and Beyond Hockey Development, Justin Nelson. Thanks again. Don't forget to exercise the body and exercise the mind and be safe out there. Abbreviated, leave 
created. Ask Kenneth Scratch language, trap mages, smack basins. You make a levy statue, craters have. 